Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, coming to you live from the Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex. With me tonight is the rocker chick. She's going to be the quiet one tonight, I guess. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So you think. (laughs) And also, J-Dub is in the house. (laughs) J-Dub. She is all fired up. She is going to be presenting her first case here on the United States of Paranormal podcast. And um, there fucking is literally papers flying everywhere around here. So bear with her. You're a if dick. You, if you hear shit flying, you'll and not not Myrtle. We're not talking about Myrtle, the the um, ladybug who's flying around in here. But if you see if you hear papers flying, you know that J Dub's having a good old time. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. So. Some interesting things happened to us last week in our place of employment. Oh, God. <laughs> so I was making a delivery down to uh, one of the offices on the first floor. And as I got to the door, it felt like a breeze brushed across my left ear. Just whoosh. I didn't think anything of it. Just thought, well, that was weird. I actually looked around for vents and, and anybody that might have been walking by because it kind of what it felt like when somebody kind of walked by, just that light breeze upon the side of your face. And that was kind of weird. But you texted me the <laughs> next day. I did. Do you want to tell our listeners what happened to you? We're still on the first floor of the building. Yes. So we have these big metal carts that all of our supplies come on. <clears throat> and... It was sitting next to a table. Like, what is this? Parallel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go with parallel. Par- parallel to this <laughs> table. And it's a long six foot table, and they're like six foot carts. So the girl that works with us, she walked around because there's shelving in front of this cart. She walks around the cart, puts the thing on the shelf, walks all the way around the cart, gets back to her chair that's like what? I'd say like 10 feet from yeah, where 10, the cart feet. is. Yep. The cart starts moving and comes out and goes around the table and stops right in front of her. Wow. And she throws her box and she's like, okay, I'm out. I'm leaving. (laughs) Wow. I got to take a break. I was like, yeah, me too. My eyes started watering. I got goosebumps. I was like, okay, yeah. But the funny thing is, is where our storeroom is, the morgue is right next to it. So we have this joke where we call the the ghost Morgie. Oh, <laughs> so the Morgie, no. stop it, Morgie. <clears throat> so I, the next day, I was in there, and they were telling me about this. So I actually placed a cart in the position of where it was, and tried moving it with like my foot or my hand, just giving it a little nudge, because she said she never touched the cart, mm-hmm. which I believe her. I'm, so, but I was like nudging it and trying to move it and all kinds of shit, and it would only like roll inches and then stop, you know, from just what you pushed it. But it was going like fast enough that somebody, it looked like somebody was pulling it around the corner and then stopped it right in front of her. 
That's crazy. Spooky. I thought that was pretty cool, though. I just wanted to share that. You know, I think there's things on the first floor. They moved downstairs because there is stuff on the third floor. Well, then my friend that works upstairs and outpatient, she came in, I think, was it yesterday? And she saw a shadow walk across the hallway and into one of their patient rooms. Yeah. Really? And she was the only one in there. Hmm. A dark shadow. That's what she told me. Now, I've seen a shadow crawl down the wall on the third floor. Oh, do not tell me that. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Uh, but see, I don't really know because it was out of the corner of my eye. You know, one of those deals. So, and, and I turned and looked and there was nothing. I mean, there was nothing there. But out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw something come down the wall. I can't handle anything that's like upside down crawling on the <laughs> ceiling or on the walls or anything like that. I can't do it. Nope. So no, no, now no. we know what J-Dub's weakness mm-hmm. is. It's the ones that crawl on the ceiling. I won't tell you the other thing then, so. No, we got to know now. No, 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 no. No, our listeners want to know. Our no. listeners need to know. No. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would catch that while you were talking. <laughs> I hear it. everything. <gasps> yes, aliens. I am absolutely terrified of aliens. Now, but you're a strong believer in aliens, oh, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because I believe that aliens, I mean, I, I truly believe in them because I think we would be um, completely ignorant to think that we were the only thing in the universe, yeah. the only intelligent life in the universe. Oh, I have. Yeah. I've seen UFOs and had crazy shit happen when I lived at that haunted house that I used to live in. Right, right. And yeah, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Have we ever seen a UFO? No, I don't think so. Have we ever seen a ghost? I don't think so. Yeah. We've we've seen lo- like glowing lights in the sky but and <laughs> they go out but we thought they were you saw like stars lights burning next out to your house too, right? <laughs> yeah. Eyeballs. Eyeballs, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> and there was that. And that was a little strange. I I don't know that I I mean I've had things that, you know, that I can't explain, but I've never seen a ghost. I've never seen Anything like that. Never seen a creature crawl down the wall. Mm. I, like I said, I saw something. I don't know what it was. That was on the third floor. I'm You're glad. welcome. I it was you and not me. Because <laughs> I would have pooped my pants. Well, you know, and I bring this up because they are renoing the third floor yes, right now. Yes, they are. And you know how we feel about renos and, and how all that stuff works out. So maybe, maybe they're... Moving downstairs. Your place of employment is going to become one of the most haunted places, haunted places in, America. in America. We'll be on TV. All these stories. <laughs> we can lead the charge. The United States Paranormal Podcast out there with the film crews. Dun, 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 dun. That we're here to tell you. I'm pointing at the camera. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, there you go. Um just a couple little quick stories about us the last couple of weeks at uh, at our at our place of employment. Mm. I don't know. It, it's a hospital. We we work in a hospital. It's you know, if you know where we're from, you can probably figure out which one. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. can you? Mm. Bum bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, J Dub, are you ready to start your? Uh, Oh my God, her belly's over there grumbling, everybody. Watch out. You should have eaten before you showed up. 
I did. Oh, that's right. She had some jalapeno <laughs> chips. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about to my mic. <laughs> to whoever uses the mic next, <laughs> if you're hungry for jalapeno chips, you'll now you'll know why. Yep. They were good though. There's only four people other than than you guys that actually use those mics. So it could be one of the four that's next on it. Could be Skylar or Gunner or Ashley or Alicia. And I don't know which one it is. I know. It's going to be a surprise. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. I'll just laugh the whole time. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, it's all yours. Take it away. All right. So this story has been like my fascination for years. And I've always wanted to go to this place and never had a chance. Um, The place is called Fox Hollow Farm. It is about 20 miles north of downtown Indianapolis in Westfield. Um, The guy's name is Herbert Baumeister. Sorry if I... Baumeister. Now there's an interesting name. Besides Herbert, that just sounds like <laughs> mm-hmm. a serial killer name. Hi, my name's Herbert. Well, we're going to call him Herb. Herb. Mm-hmm. Is it Herb <laughs> or Herb? I don't know. All I can think of is WKRP when you say Herb. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the place is a big horse farm, and everybody knows I love horses. Well, now you do. No, um, everybody knows. Big house, big horse farm, um, family man, which... Usually, serial killers are the least of what you would expect sometimes, you know. Right. But this guy was a doozy. <laughs> um, um, Baumeister was born in Indianapolis in 1947. He married his wife, Juliana, in 1971 and had three children. In, ni- in the late 1980s, he founded the successful Save-A-Lot thrift stores. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Save-A-Lot? Yeah. Save-A-Lot. Oh, wow. He founded Save-A-Lot. We then... used to shop at Save-A-Lot. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Way back in the day when there was still one in our local town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he operated the two locations in the Indianapolis area, though. Okay. <laughs> there goes the papers. <laughs> uh, so... When Baumeister's wife and children would go on vacations, police believed that Baumeister picked up young men at gay bars, took them to his home where he had this indoor swimming pool. So he would take them there saying, hey, I got this indoor swimming pool. I've got this big house. Let's go have some fun. There, they would go for a swim, have some fun time. And he would strangle them. Investigators believe that Baumeister burned the bodies, pulverized the bones, and disposed of them, all of the remains, on parts of his 18-acre farm. I I have questions about that. (laughs) Me too. Why was he named... Why, ahead, why didn't he go on vacation with his family? It, well, exactly. <laughs> but I guess it's the, maybe the store. He had to stay for oh, okay. the store. He's busy. Busy. Yeah. 
killing people. Well, he sounds eccentric anyway, so I would imagine that they would be like, I'm just going to stay home and do my thing. You guys go vacation. Yeah, have fun, honey. Yeah, I'm going to go. just go have sex with a bunch of boys. <laughs> in my wow. swimming pool. In, in your swimming pool. That, yeah. That filter. You just did not want to get in there to try to clean that filter. No. Oh, probably not. Wow. So I do. I, did you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, Logan's going to love me for this. Do you get into any more of that section where he murders, or could I mean, is your story any more about that, or that just we're just kind of brushing across the top of that? We're kind of just brushing it across it. Can Can I bring up a question then? That you sure. know, just get your opinion. Do you, Do you suppose that it was after they were done having fun, or was it during the time that they were having fun that he strangled them? I read that it was some of them was during. And some of them were after. Hmm. You know, like the kinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, and then you get into the point, is he a top or a bottom? <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to know that. I'm just, I'm just, hey, this well, is what happens when you do paranormal and murder <laughs> podcasts. You have questions. I have questions. I'm sorry. So, uh. I guess the main thing that got police involved was that Baumeister's son found a skull when he was playing outside in their yard. And he took it to his mom and she was like, Ew, what's this? And he, Baumeister was like, oh, that's just something that my dad had. He was a doctor and he, you know, just threw it out in the yard, blah, blah, blah. And so Baumeister took it and he went and buried it on his property again. And then uh, she divorced him and decided that she was going to tell police about that skull. So she knew. She knew. She knew something was going on. Yeah. Well, hell, she's taking vacations by herself. <laughs> Coming home and seeing that the pool filter needs to be cleaned. Of course she knows something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> These are not your swim trunks. <laughs> Think about that one for a minute. The the little boy found the skull in 1994. Okay. So, so yeah, not long after that, she uh, filed for divorce and, yeah. So the skull was kind of the tipping point for her? Yes. Okay. It was. Um, so in 1996, Baumeister went to Canada on a vacation Somehow he found out that they were investigating the property, looking for stuff on the property, and he shot himself. Committed suicide. That was on July 3rd of 1996. Nothing says I'm extremely guilty like shooting yourself in a foreign country. He left a three-page suicide note, which apologized for spoiling the scenery of that Canadian park where he killed himself and apologized for his failing marriage and crumbling business. But nothing about killing people. Hmm. Intriguing. Yeah. But they only found 25, like, remains, sets of remains on the property. So who knows how many more there are. Hmm. I see the smoke coming out of your ears. <laughs> <laughs> how long? How long were they married? How long did they live there? Um, 
Sorry. It doesn't. It didn't really say. It's probably in one of my papers. <laughs> 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 But there is a lot of hauntings or sightings, and I have like, let me see, three and a half pages from the current owner, and then I have um, a big, um, yeah, a big uh, message from a paranormal team, a guy that I know. So okay. we got some pretty good eyewitness stuff. Right on. <laughs> Okay, so this these sorry. These are from the current owner. His okay. sightings. Okay. These are quotes. Um, it all started with my wife seeing a guy in the woods, adding the man was walking around with a red shirt but did not have any legs. She had seen it twice before telling the the male owner of the house. This is his wife, I guess. Um he then contacted a paranormal group that was out at the farm a year before his family moved in and was told that he lived in the most haunted house in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our, that's, our, that's our standard joke right now. They're all the most haunted houses right. in... Everybody thinks yeah. they're houses. So the paranormal investigator was like, let me tell you what we saw. And he's the owner was like, well, let me tell you what she saw. And he's like, well, it's the same thing after he heard it. It's like, hmm... So that kind of validates the guy in the red shirt. Um, another strange occurrence take, takes place in the basement. Um, the owner said his vacuum was unplugged continuously despite being connected with an extension cord with adequate length. So someone kept unplugging the vacuum. Oh. So the extension cord was long enough while he was sweeping, but it just kept coming unplugged. I don't know if it was when he was sweeping. He just said it kept coming unplugged with yeah, adequate. Um, so he said, we have to say, stop unplugging the sweeper. I need to sweep. <laughs> so I guess it was when he was sweeping. <laughs> he might have been sweeping at that point. He said, adding that once spoken, the unplugging ends, and it happens routinely. So, so every, every time, time he vacuums, it gets unplugged until he says, stop unplugging the sweeper. I got to sweep. <laughs> Um, a man named Joe who rented an apartment on the property in the farm's in-laws quarters. So, like I said, this place is huge. Also has experienced unexplained activities, um, including have his, having his door kicked in, knocking in the middle of the night, dead bolted doors whip open and items moved overnight. And this man also said he has seen the man written... seen the red shirted man and other spirits so so the the red shirted man is pretty popular walking around out there yeah and every like episode of like haunting shows that have gone to this place they always say something about the man in the red shirt but i don't know if that's them grasping or if they're actually seeing them because i'm a skeptic and i Lived it, so you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the owner says there are places in the house that his wife won't go that make her hair stand on the back of her neck. One spot is in the bathroom, which psychics described as a portal for spirits spirits to come and go. And 
he said that she told me that before anyone else had ever, ever said anything about it. Um, the guy, the owner has had been told by psychics that the phenomenons taking place are from unrested souls. So, of course, unrested. Um, they're souls that have not moved on because so many were unidentified. They haven't had any closure. It's not a demonic thing. That's what these psychics are telling him. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes total sense that, uh, yeah, they're just kind of at unrest. So they're just kind of wandering around. It's not like they're, you know, looking to do anything. They're just kind of trying to figure out where they're supposed to go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the current owner says that they knew about the farm's history before purchasing the home. He just tries to not think about it. And... He's just trying to live with it, trying to maintain, right? Mm-hmm. And the current owner has done, like, several TV shows and allowed paranormal investigators to come in, and um, he has no, he has no, like, he doesn't want to move out. He's going to stay there. I guess there was a movie that was... Um, recorded there with paranormal investigators, psychics, demonologists. Um, they had all kinds of equipment and, you know, like the voice EVPs and visual specialists. And they investigated the entire place for a movie. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, it's called The Haunting of Fox Hollow Farm. And it was very extensive. Um, is that a documentary then? Mm-hmm. Right on. I wonder if you can find that on Discovery Plus. So is the investigation done? Are the police done looking for bodies? And I mean... Actually, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> once I said that I was going to do this story, like the next day, I saw on the news that they were going back out to the farm to look for more bodies, for more remains. Okay. Because, I mean, I would just think that if you found some, you would pretty much... Continue to look? Yeah. The yeah. whole area. I mean, you would just keep looking because, you know, there's a lot of missing people out there. and Yeah. You would think. Yeah. I wouldn't think that they would be that long of a lull that they would just let it... Were they able to, uh, you said they found 25, correct? At the beginning, they found 25 bodies. That was, yes. was that prior to? <laughs> Never <laughs> throw your she's, papers. You should have thrown your papers on the ground. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> was that prior to him uh, committing suicide or was that like right at that time that they were just, I think when they right were looking? When he found out that they were, were starting to look is when he killed himself. So they probably right when started finding people and and that would be the twenty five that you were talking about at that point. Yeah. Um. So when they went back, that was in that was in what the nineties. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was 90s. like ninety six. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird that they're investigating finding bodies, but he went to. Canada. I now, mean, you know what I mean? It's like, shouldn't he been under arrest if they're thinking that well, there's think, bodies in his backyard? I, I think he, it, I read somewhere that he went on vacation and then when he found out that they were 
investigating his property, he fled to Canada, and then that's where he killed himself. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So they kind of did it when he wasn't around. Yeah. So. Because the wife, yeah, you know, the yeah, wife was getting a divorce, yeah. and she's like, oh, hell, I'm just going to tell them about this, because it's heavy on my nog. Yeah. yeah. So. So they found 25 bodies in 96. They're back out there in 2022. Mm-hmm. Do we know if they found any more bodies at that point? I haven't seen anything. Okay. I haven't either. I know you sent me the article um, when that came out, so, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I haven't heard anything either. I wish that I would see something. Right. Because I want to know how many more that they find. Right, because I and we did they identify the twenty five or some of the twenty five? Just you don't have to give names. <laughs> they did, they did. There was uh, there were names listed in one of the articles that I uh, I found in their in their ages. Right on. Yeah. All old enough to be in a bar? Are they yeah. all over twenty one? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought maybe he went to the bus stop and picked up a couple you just never know the train station well he, he might have but <laughs> the ones that they found were, weren't um but there was one that got away and saw saw herb saw herb <laughs> saw herb somewhere out and about but he had given him a false name but then the guy that got away actually saw him could you imagine no i could not imagine uh-uh. i'm just trying to process all that right at the moment so well, let's continue with the hauntings. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> so when this, all these people were out there investigating, I have some claims that they uh, found stuff. Um, the owner said the majority of the killings occurred in the pool and the adjacent room. While one of the investigators was swimming alone, he was grabbed behind the neck. They also detected abnormalities in the pool, like a psychic who saw a vision of energy and something pops up in the corner of the of his eye. Um, they had an IR camera and heard someone come up behind them. And one of the investigators said, I'm skeptical, but that was a little unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, they saw... Shadow figures move from left to right in the pump room. So I'm assuming since it was an indoor pool, the pump room would be right there. The owner says the evidence is startling, overwhelming, and very disturbing. I get creeped out here in the pool room. It makes me get my radar up. I have trouble being down here by myself. Most places that that have this many killings or hauntings, he says, that usually are not still around, one of the paranormal investigators said. Um, majority of the places people like to get demolished because it's the bad juju. Right, some, right. You know. Right. So I have some sightings from one of my friends that has a paranormal group. So my friend Brad is from Indie Afterlife Society and Gray Area Paranormal Project. He says um, that he has been to Fox Hollow at least 10 times he swam in the pool twice. He says that they even threw in the pool hose that was used by her, Herb. And he had the shit scared out of him in Herb's bathroom. The shit scared out of him oh. in the bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
They've seen. <laughs> they've well, I can't believe we missed that. I'm so sorry. He had the shit. Yeah. Okay. He's seen shadow figures in different areas of the woods. They following them around. Um, he said that there's tunnels that go under the trails, and they're extremely active. I never found anything about trails, which or tunnels that kind of was like, man, that's weird. Um, on their K2s, they had weird hits around on the ground that where the tunnels were. They always felt watched near the burn pile. I don't know if that is a burn pile where a body was or a trash burn pile, maybe. He says that they were walking down a, a trail and it was either close to the burn pile in a clearing next to it and ended up coming out completely where they weren't. Like they had just come from there. They turned around and went back and it was completely different than what they were previously in. So hmm. it like. I've heard stories. I've switched. heard stories like that where people are walking and and you know they get uh, they come back the exact same way and they're in a totally different place. Um, he also says that he feels that Herb is still there and he's watching because he says that Brad said that he has Herb has come through on EVP and ITC devices. He seems to like to hear his own voice. So he gets very vocal on those. Brad also said that his mother knew Herb in real life. Uh Um, He had a loan with her company. Oops. Um, (laughs) He had a loan with her company. He would never come into the office to pay his bill. His mom would always have to call and say, hey, we need your your payment. Um, So she would have to drive up to the house and pick up the payment. He said, one time I heard my mother's voice or name come through the EVP in a male's voice. He said his mother's name is not common and is mispronounced a lot. Her name is Rena, and it came through as Renee. So he says hearing his mom's voice in a serial killer's house made him very uneasy. He said the garage apartment is very active too. He has some very nice pictures of apparitions and by the window in the apartment. Um, there's a long, dark figure looks to be running by the window in that apartment. He says he's got all kinds of spooky EVPs and pictures and videos. And he sent a picture of the tunnel. And when I asked him, I said, I've never heard about the tunnels. And he said, a tunnel that goes off a Fox Hollow property under the Monin Trail that runs right along the side of the property. Hmm. Yeah. So is this um, is this place in like, a, I don't know, I want to call it like a wildlife preserve or something. Is it, I mean, he's not, around, it's not around other places. I I'm not really sure. I from the looks of it, it was like in a a residential, you know, like in Indianapolis how you have big houses and then you have some land and then you have another big house. I don't know if it was something like that, but he had 18 acres, so maybe they had their own trails through there. That's true. I mean, that's that's a possibility. That much property and I wonder if it was. I wonder if he had it kind of open to the public, where they could go walk around out there. 
Yeah. Well, they pro- the owner now probably, he was letting people come out and investigate. And Brad said that he's been there several times, but the guy has now says nobody can come in there and investigate anymore. He's over it. Well, yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, um, when you kind of open yourself up to that and then people start taking advantage of it and, and you know, not respecting your property, not respecting, you know, all that stuff, then people get over that shit real quick. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something about uh, the portal. There's a the psychics thought there was a portal in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Did they? Was there any more information on that? It was just kind of a glancing blow. Yeah, it was just here. There's a portal in the bathroom. It was the mirror. Look at on, that mirror on the outside wall. Yes, I bet it was. <laughs> I bet it was too. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking about that when you're yep. talking. I'm going, wait, Jennifer's the or, Sorry, J-Dub is the one that, <laughs> that brought that up because they yeah. told you not to have mirrors on the outside wall. That yep. opens up portals. So. Oh, well, see, normally portals get open from, um, you know, Ouija boards or seances and stuff like that. and They don't get reclosed. <laughs> <laughs> J-Dub's having a hell of a time over there. I have a runny nose. I have something in my eye. I'm choking on my water. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I was curious if they, if they if any of that information come through with was there any uh, did somebody come along later after after while they were doing investigating to and do séances or something like that and open up a portal and that's why that was there. Oh, I bet. You know, sometimes these paranormal teams go in there and they do stuff like provoke right. or they have a crystal or something, but they don't tell anybody that they do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah. That, they're doing I've shit. I've seen and, that happen, yeah. and it's just like, why would you open something up that you know they already have this activity? Why would you open something else up, right? And not close it, or not? Maybe they opened it, and just didn't think about closing it. You know, like when you do a Ouija board, you say hello, and when you're done, you say goodbye. goodbye. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's stupid to do that, and especially in a hot spot. Anyway, I yeah. mean. We can go back to some of the other tales of why that happened. It was just that people were playing around or weren't necessarily trying to provoke what was already there. They just happened to open a portal and by accident. But that's that sounds to me like uh, intentional. Mm-hmm. So um, the other question I had was, is that did Brad talk about he said he swam in the swimming pool? Yeah. Is that. Is that a thing? Was that a thing that all, most investigators did? Or was that just something that he was uh, trying out? He wanted to swim in the pool to see if he would get any reaction. The only time that I saw it that anybody swam in the pool was when they did the documentary. Uh-huh. And then when Brad told me that he swam in the pool twice. Right on. Yeah. Um, you also said something about uh, they saw shadows in the pump room of the pool. Mm-hmm. Was that the pump for the pool or was that the pump room (laughs) the pump room was for the pool because he was pumping in the pool just checking i just want to clear these things up in my own little brain (laughs) he didn't need to pump in the pump room because he was was pumping pumping in in the the pool pool. all right yeah fair enough back to that filter again you gotta worry about frogs in the pool outside you gotta worry about <laughs> Frogs in the pool. Hmm. <laughs> like little tadpoles. <laughs> 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 
We should not make light of this, Bobby. I don't know why you're doing that, making fun of the pool. Hey, Brad's the one to swim in it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I really hope that they drained that shit. <laughs> but there's been a lot of, um, you've probably seen it on documentaries. Like, I think Ghost Adventures has been there, and I saw the documentary. Um, it was a little dramatic. I would right. say on the documentary, obviously Ghost Adventures. That guy's just crazy. Anyways, mm-hmm. he's very dramatic. But yeah, I think I started watching the Ghost Adventures one, and that's where I'd heard the name. And uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's very interesting. I think I they should make a documentary on all the people that he killed, and yeah, actually about the murder. Yeah, I'd be curious to find out if they found any more bodies uh, uh, the end of last year while they were out there hunting because I know that they had, like, reopened that area to go look. I don't know whether they found another skull or I can't remember what the article said exactly, but I know they were back out there hunting again through all those woods. I mean, 18 acres. Can you imagine what you could hide on 18 acres? Well, and like I said, I don't remember when you said... He moved there, but I don't know. How old? How, how did they say how old his kids were? Ah, uh, they were young. Um, I did find this article from 2022 that uh, 20 people have provided new DNA samples to the police to try to identify the victims. Some of the victims that they didn't they know didn't, who they were. Yeah, right on. Gotcha. Huh? That's crazy. It is. You I just mean, wonder, how, I mean, yeah, how many son of a bitch he should have left a, you know, he killed himself, but he didn't leave, yeah, any well, I remorseful bet letter you, about. I bet you he didn't even, oh, you. I thought maybe he was like, maybe he should have left names <laughs> or something, you know, but I bet he didn't know any of those names. No, but. Yeah, they say uh, 25 people were found, at least 25 people were found on the property, 10,000 bones and bone fragments, but only eight people have been identified. Gotcha. I would think that uh, the the missing person log would help out with some of that. And that was probably why you said the 20 people have donated their DNA to try to help mm-hmm. figure it out. It's probably They're probably still looking for their loved ones, but insane. So Brad says the tunnels are extremely active, huh? Mm. Why would the tunnels be active? Did they bury him in the tunnels? Well, I didn't even know about the tunnels. So, I mean, maybe he was, unless there's an opening in the middle of his property somewhere and he was going, if it, if from inside the house or maybe there's like a mausoleum or something that goes down and into the tunnels, uh-huh. maybe he was getting body, rid of bodies that way. Huh. I don't know. I did not have any, I didn't find any information on tunnels. So when he said that, I was like, what? What are you talking about? I want to know more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. So Brad got grabbed in the pool. Mm -hmm. Back of his neck. The pump pool. The pump pool. Oh, my. (laughs) Think about that a minute. Could you imagine those swimming? You're just swimming in the pool. You know, like, there's nobody else in the pool with me, but then something grabs the back of your neck. No, thanks. I would have peed in the pool. Mm -hmm. 
Do you suppose they have that chlorine that colors it blue <laughs> when when you pee in the pool? And then Maybe we, now. Then everybody just make fun of you. <laughs> There'd be a big old blue cloud around me. Oh, but so, I, something J-Dub, she peed in the pool. Well, you would probably have to be in the pool for something to happen because you're a dude. That's true. That is very, yeah, why is it, wait a second. He was killing dudes. That is, Gay wait, dudes. this is two stories you girls have done. This, your oh, Sally true. house and now your Fox Farm Hollow where it's all about the guys getting attacked. But hers was a little girl or supposedly a little girl going after the guy. This is a guy that was going after gay men. True, true, true. And strangling and still, killing them. I think you guys need to do a story where... The haunting of <laughs> where the women yeah. get attacked, not the poor guys. We're innocent, us guys. <laughs> you say so. Oh, do you have any more questions? I don't think so. I kind of ran through mine. I only wrote a couple things down that while she was talking, I didn't want to. It was a good job. Good job. You did a great job. Ah. Uh. I don't know. This, this is J-Dub's very first presentation. You did a great job. Yes, did. I felt like I was back in high school doing a report because <laughs> I was like <laughs> typing all this stuff in and I'm like, copy this. Okay, I need to put this in here. And yep. Yeah, I know, I, the, it, I know the feeling. Yeah. I'm sorry. I talked really, 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 really fast. I tried to slow down. <laughs> Actually, the, the, the pace of it was just fine. You don't have to lie. I was. did great. See, there you go. The rocker chick has spoken. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Next. So I guess the question is, is that uh, if Brad could get access to to it again, would you go? Oh, hell yes. I wanted to go to this place <laughs> yeah, this ever one, since I found out about it. I say this has been your, since I've known you, you've talked about this place. I mean, uh-huh. I've only, I mean, I've only known you for a little over a year, but um you know, you've always talked about the uh, Fox Farm Hollow. Fox, Fox Hollow Farm. Wow, I did that totally wrong. Sorry. Did the owners now have horses and animals? Did Brad say? I didn't see. He no, nobody said anything about that. Okay, because usually, I'll, I mean, like animals well, would be the documentaries. There were horses there, but I don't know if they placed them there for that. Because the new owner or the current owner doesn't say anything about horses or animals. Gotcha. So. How do the, how would the horses react to the, all that activity out there? Would they, I mean they're they're relatively sensitive to that, ain't they? I mean, I had horses at my house when when you lived at the when other I place. lived in the haunted house, and they really didn't no. care. No, I mean horses are flight animals, so if they felt something malignant or bad they probably would run away from it but horses will run away to squirrel fart so. <laughs> <laughs> good to know <laughs> i didn't know squirrels farted did you well now you I'm do sure they do something new Got a bad nut. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like dogs cats yeah they're more prone to it i think well, you see a lot of you see a lot more in cats and dogs than yeah. than other animals, even. But mainly because they're more of the house. You know, I mean, I've seen like videos um, 
where people have a haunted barn and they'll be outside and the horses will just come tearing ass running and they'll be like what the heck and then they'll go and review they just be oh I'm gonna take a video of my pretty horses and here they come running and then they're like what the hell scared you guys and then they get on there and they look at their video and they hear something or right. they see something some of those are creepy too Oof. yeah I've spent some time watching some videos over the last week or so that are just yeah that are terrifying and some of them that just are like oh my god really come on yeah some of them you can just go off the deep end with, but all right, good job. Well, thanks. Good job. Thanks. And you're already prepping for your next one. I yeah. heard you say she's <laughs> she's all excited. Have you prepped for your next one? Yes, I've got a list of what I'm doing. All right, all right. But I haven't like started writing yet. But yes, I get know your what I'm research doing. done, girl. It'll happen. I'm sure that it will. Get your school presentation going. Get it ready. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to the United States of Paranormal podcast. Uh, like always, you know, we, we ask you to uh, rate, review, um, <laughs> throw your papers around, have a good time with it. I wonder, is she going to pick those papers up before she leaves? <laughs> She's going to leave them for me to pick up. If she's It'll like be every, a surprise. If yeah. she's like everybody else, I'll, I'll, she, they just leave them for me. They don't even bother. It's all good. Yeah, I'm not like everybody else. <laughs> if you have any uh, comments that you'd like to let, you know, let us know about a place that you think we should look into or just want to comment on this podcast or any of the podcasts we put out, you can always email us at unitedstatesofparanormal.com. And if you like our content and you want to support you can go to united states paranormal.com and buy a t-shirt yeah. yeah yeah hopefully we'll have some new merchandise coming out there soon i know logan's working on some things so we're hoping so but yeah united states paranormal.com we actually the three of us need to do a, a another photo shoot so that we can get the three of us on there because I think the picture of Team Boozer is still just me and Alicia so we need to plan that okay yeah maybe, maybe we'll wait till it gets just a hint bit warmer yeah probably yeah unless rainy idea. it's in crappy outside anyway but we need to do that so yeah uh, UnitedStatesParanormal.com go check out the merch you can see the bios see some pictures of Team Teos see a picture of old Team Boozer I still look the same <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and if you like United States Paranormal, maybe you'll like some of the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts, which includes The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs Fans, Murd Nerds, and the newest, A Court of Books and Booze. Oh yeah, you can find us all on Facebook and anywhere you love to listen to your favorite podcast streaming sites so on and so forth all right anybody got else anything else to add before we get out of here i don't think so me either are you sure not one little thing no. if you have any information let the police know <laughs> or you had somebody missing back then actually that's a really around good the thing indianapolis yeah. area give them your dna or t give them any information that can help yeah. These people find closure. 
Yeah, would you say eight of 25? Mm. Yeah. Come on, get out there. Sample up some DNA. Yeah. It'll be all good. Or, yes, if you have any ideas of uh, places you would like us to do a podcast on, send us an email. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, until next week, we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Later. (laughs) To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal, and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into, or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. <laughs>